For today's interview, I met Francesca and Federico, not in the studio, but at a crossroad in Bonvois. Francesca and Federico are part of the collective Center for Urban Justice, short ZUG. Their aim is to raise awareness and in that way influence decisions on the use of space in the city. They want that everyone's needs count equally in the shared spaces. Francesca and Federico, where are we here exactly and what is the problem about this place? Yeah, so we are currently on Rue de Treville at the, uh, one of the pedestrian crossings that Zug has actually shown that it's uh, not compliant with the current Côte de la Route. And the reason why this is problematic is because there is a bus stop actually very close to the crossing and this impedes actually a bit of the visibility from drivers on who is actually crossing the road. And this is particularly, I think, interesting close to a bus stop where many people will, will be likely to actually cross over to the road. The safety of, uh, of pedestrians is decreased by the fact that the street has less visibility for, for car drivers, makes it more likely for pedestrians also to get hit. And I think now that we will have a bit the example, there's a bus stopping. And technically, I mean, now the bus has actually stopped a little bit further, but if it was to stop right behind, like right where the line actually allows it to stop, the cars that come from the other direction would not really see passengers that now, like these people, would actually be crossing the road. So the person actually that is crossing at the moment needs to really be sure that the cars that are coming from the other direction sees them, because the car will have the visual impaired by the full length of the bus. And um, this street is a uh, rue cyclable on top uh, and has a 30 kilometer speed uh, limit. So. Of course, one could say that, you know, that the visibility is improved by the fact that the speed is actually uh, lower. However, on this street also it has been shown, or I think people will probably have enough anecdotes to see that the, most of the cars don't go 30 kilometers per hour. So if you, can, you know, if you put together the fact that the visibility is blocked by the bus that has stopped, that there's more likelihood that people will be crossing at this crossing, coming from the bus stop to pass on the other side, that the speed limits are normally not really fully respected, and that there's, you know, there's, a gross, there's also a big chance that this is uh, used also by children. This actually increases then the likelihood of accidents and of collisions with, uh, with vulnerable users of this street. One could say, okay, People have to be more careful, drivers must um, pay more attention to pedestrians when they drive, right? Yes, correct. One, one could definitely say that, uh, but I also think from a purely human perspective, if you are given a big, big road that is all straight, basically from a very long distance to the other side, I think also one can expect that uh, people don't necessarily immediately think, okay, on this length of this road, I need to always go 30 kilometers per hour. I mean, when there's traffic, of course, they will not be able to go much faster than that. But on a normal time when there is, and again, I think about also school times, if there are parents, for example, that come for here to, or other, or other car users actually come on this street at the time that is not peak hours, the street will be relatively empty, so the temptation to go fast because the infrastructure allows it will be also very high, I think. 
uh, another problem with this argument of everyone has to pay attention is that often it kind of subconsciously transmit, uh, transmits the message that um, everyone has to pay an equal amount of uh, attention, that everyone is also equal on the street or on the sidewalk, that everyone has to do their part. But the reality is, is that some, if someone is sit, uh, sitting uh, on a bicycle or someone is driving in a car or someone walking are very different things. The highest potential for danger is definitely a motorized vehicle. So if you are sitting as a driver in a motorized vehicle, that means also that we believe that the greatest responsibility should be on you. You are the one that has the greatest uh, potential for, you know, to, to really hurt someone in an impact. And so the messaging of everyone has to do their part is very, very much distorted and uh, sometimes even deviates into, into victim blaming. Because as a pedestrian, if you, want to, if you want to cross the street on a pedestrian crossing, that should be, you should be able to do that in, uh, in the greatest safety possible. It will never be f uh, free of conflicts because um, uh, absolute security doesn't exist. But some failures are really baked into our system, are baked into our infrastructure. And uh, instead of solving them at the root, instead of attacking the root problem, we are often you know, confronted with messaging campaigns and you know, sweet talking and appealing to, uh, you know, to, to being careful. But that is not enough. If you are hurt as a pedestrian because a car hits you, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's a tragedy and many of them can be prevented. So what can be done or in your eyes what must be done to make the road safer? There's definitely a lot of things that can be done but uh, I think we, we wanted to with our project what we wanted to show was to start a conversation by just saying if you just apply the law, <laughs> if you just apply the law this would be already a starting point. Just make sure that you know from a purely infrastructure perspective without a big change to the road you know just make sure that you know there is enough visibility granted at least on the existing pedestrian crossing where there is also a law that allows this so there should be no political discussion about this because this has already been decided has already been voted into law and so this would be already a first very small but I think significant step to show that this you know this is the interest of the politicians also that we want to encourage soft mobility and we want to protect the more vulnerable road users by just correcting the current situation and then of course on top you know there should be more infrastructural improvements to be made so again if you take Rue de Trevia as an example it has been turned recently into a Rue Cyclable but nothing has been really done except for painting a few big bicycle things on the road and putting a few signs, but nothing else. Of course, one could think also of like small infrastructural improvement, which could be just possibly, you know, putting road bumps that actually enforce the speed limit. So that would be already one thing. And then of course, you know, many other measures can be put like narrowing the street, you know, enlarging the sidewalks. I mean, sidewalks here are already quite good, but of course, one could imagine that one could also make it more bigger, allow also the you know the restaurants to have you know bigger terraces, encourage also more people of the neighborhood to enjoy the street and not just use it as a purely commuting space. If I yeah, if I can add to that, just to give this concrete example here, what can be done is simply move this bus stop uh, five meter upwards. And if you, if you look around, there's also uh, normal car parking spots on that side, which is also too close. Remove that parking spot and you have done the minimum that is required anyway by law. 
because let's not forget this is uh, the way these things are set up at the moment is not according to the uh, to the to the to the law so it's simply wrong remove remove the obstacles and you have done at least the minimum uh, and then you can of course build up on because you know on in, in in doubt always go for safety uh, and it's really not that difficult you don't need big infrastructure works uh, also when it comes to removing parking spots uh, as the city um, as the people responsible at the city have said themselves in a recent mobilitates plug meeting there is there are enough parking spots in Luxembourg City and in any case the global trend is also to redu uh, reduce on-street parking because it is inefficient uh, and it is also often dangerous. So these are very small things that can be done that don't cost anything almost and that I'm sure would get a wide public approval because it is hard to argue against making infrastructure safer for the most vulnerable people. The law says there must be five meters between the crossing and the bus stop, respectively parking lot. Your analysis of the city of Luxembourg detected 475 crossings where this is not the case. So actually one could file a complaint, right? Yes, which is exactly what we have done. So with our project, we wanted to be very factual based. So we, start, we started off by creating a database of cross, crossings across the street and which ones could actually not be in compliance according to the law. Uh, we have made all of this public and transparently available to the city and we have actually asked them to take actions ag ag against it. Their response unfortunately has not been really, uh, let's say, conducive to an actual discussion, constructive discussion, but has more been like your analysis is faulty and not right. However, while we do appreciate that you know this is a crowd was a crowdfunded effort and therefore it's not uh, it's not like we have not enough people to go on site. However, we have adopted a certain level of you know uh, detail and uh, and uh, fact checking. So we are pretty comfortable that our figures, even if not 100% correct, they are very very close to being correct. And uh, we have, however, asked to the city to actually show us their figures so that if there is discrepancy we can then discuss you know what who is right but what they have responded so far is an absolute no on everything so they don't want to share the information with us which actually then makes our our database the only source we can base it on so we have actually asked the city of luxembourg to provide the documentation they have responded that they won't provide it based on The, a number of, uh, of reasons. We have made appeal to the um, Commission d'accès aux documents under the Freedom of Information Act and, and they have actually given us the confirmation that what we have requested is absolutely publishable, so meaning that the city can actually provide us this documentation and to this day they still have not done so. So what we have done is that we have actually asked them again to comply with what the Commission d'Accesso Document has recommended, which is to share and publicly show this, this information. So. <laughs> Another thing which we also uh, regret, uh, first and foremost, also as citizens, is just uh, the way that, uh, that uh, our data set has been received. So it has been now five months that have passed, um, and what has happened is, is that we are not at all talking about making the infrastructure safer, about looking at the problem, but we have a tit-for-tat uh, argument with, uh, with the administration about whether or not our analysis is correct and we are now 
um, um, so to say, like looking at individual paragraphs of laws and uh, look, uh, looking at different uh, uh, guidelines uh, or like secret agreements between the, uh, like what they say as a, as, a uh, as a secret agreement between the city and the uh, mobility ministry. Uh, whereas if you stand here on this crossing, you can see it. The bus stop is too close, the parkings are too close. You can read it up in the, in the law. It is there, it is illegal, it is a fact and nothing is happening. Like not one crossing to our knowledge has been fixed after five months. Why? Why where is, you know, what is the emphasis of the whole thing? Where, where do we want to go also as a city, as society? What is the messaging that you give to people? Uh, especially also now with the Mobilitätsplan that is being discussed where the city is giving itself like a bold new plan for the next uh, I think 15 years about where we want to go uh, a general push for, for, for more greener mobility for more sustainable mobility what are you you know what are you doing as an administration what what message are you giving that is also really a big question for us Thanks a lot Francesca and Federico for the Center of Urban Justice for explaining this interesting view on urban traffic and mobility and good luck with your efforts.